Life can be very unpredictable when you're a special needs parent. It's really, really important to get to a point where your finances are not unpredictable. But that can be a tough thing to figure out. That's why today's episode focuses on navigating financial challenges as a special needs parent. My name is Marsha Nathai Balkisun, and I am the author of Lighting the Path, Leaning into a Hopeful Future as a Special Needs Parent. My guest on today's episode is Michelle Beauchard. Michelle is the co-founder of Parent Dashboard, a social purpose enterprise that focuses on helping special needs parents to achieve better balance in their lives for their own good and the good of everyone else in their family. They work on improving the health of the special needs child, the health of everyone else in the family, the financial health, and the relationships of all involved. And Michelle has had her own experiences as a special needs parent, which she'll tell us about soon, and navigated her own challenges, really big ones as you'll hear, and found her way through. Through her work, she helps other parents to create a better and brighter financial future for themselves. And she contributes through the earnings of her company to special needs parents to reduce the financial strain that they face. Welcome, Shelley. Thank you so much for having me. It's just a real honor to be here. You know how uh, grateful I have been uh, uh, for you and your podcast and uh, how wonderful I think the work you do is. So uh, I really uh, want to thank you for, for this opportunity. And um, yeah, no, we, you know, life is complex with complex needs kids. So we kind of put together a complex solution, but I'm hoping today just to sort out the piece that nobody ever really wants to talk about. And sometimes they're a little bit of uh you know embarrassment talking about money right so uh, yeah so we yeah our our social purpose enterprise is parent dashboard and my husband and i founded it to yeah to to help parents get better balance and uh you know find the hands-on uh solutions and logistical solutions for relationships health wealth and income when we start programs like this they are birthed because of the pain that we've been through and because of the journey we ourselves personally have been on. Is that true for you? And could you tell us a little bit about where you might have been and how you've traveled to this place where you can help others? Oh, sure. I mean, you know, and uh, I I feel, um, you know, I'm conscious of my place in the world and, uh, you know, that we're very fortunate uh, to, I, I live on the West coast of Canada, um, you know, and I am married, 
and we both earn money and uh you know that's not everybody's situation so um but whether you are a married couple and you're both working or whether you are uh, a couple where one stays home to care for your complex kid and the other has and so you're kind of trying to struggle to survive on one income or whether you are a single parent who has to try and do everything and be everywhere and earn the money and take care of the kid and pay for the cost while you're at work um if if you're at work at all um which can be a precarious balance um all of those um family structures have uh the same issues in that you know we're all trying to afford expensive therapies we're all trying to afford expensive equipment we're all trying to afford expensive care uh, just to be able to go out to work and when the systems fail us like if the education system can't handle our child or or um you know our child's needs are such that we can't predict them uh, you know, it has a lot of impacts on our ability to be employed uh, or to, you know, advance in our careers and all. And I know we'll get into, you know, some of these things in more detail in, in our next session. But just to, to kind of everybody uh, who is a special, you know, people who aren't special needs or complex needs parents don't get it. <laughs> how many more layers there are for us to fight through financially. And so for me, uh, back to my, my personal story, uh, the crisis sort of really came when my, my son uh, is on the autism spectrum. He is pre-verbally as praxia, so he can't speak. His receptive understanding is good, but his expression is poor and he has a lot of sensory and medical issues. So um, unfortunately the school system uh, saw him um, because he couldn't speak, he couldn't understand. And they, uh, the punchline was in 2016, we had a major family crisis because he ended up having um, sensory and other um, issues with the way that they were treating him. And it, ended in a uh, an unfortunate event where he injured a worker and he was sent home for 20 days. Um, no notice, no suspension, just go home. And I had to, you know, drop everything or pay for full-time care for 20 days. And it nearly broke us financially that, at that moment because we were already precariously balanced. Um, and I thought, how can we do this? Um, and then when my son, when, when that situation, my, my son ended up locked in a room uh, with no outside access, no peer access in a, in a you know, zipped in tent with a helmet they made him wear that he hated and made it worse. So like, it was bad. Anyway, we, we, you know, we decided, no, we're gonna homeschool you. But even that, now I have my job. Now I have the homeschool. How do I get workers? You know, the workers turn over, all of these issues. How do I pay the workers? The government grants don't cover it. Where am I gonna get the money? You know, all of these. Um, and, then, and then the crisis, uh, feeling abandoned by the system drove me into, uh, and, and my hopelessness about how are we gonna pay for everything and worrying about, well, what's gonna, you know, this is when I'm here. What about when I'm gone? Um, so though all of those pieces have financial threads in them that tie it all together. And, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs says that when your survival mode is engaged, you can't think, you can't plan, you can't enjoy, you can't self-actualize. 
So finances is core to our ability to be able to have quality of life, to enjoy our human rights, to, um, you know, it's really an important piece. And, and, you know, we have a lot of stories about money and, you know, what we can and can't have and, you know, whether, whether other people should be responsible for it or where we get our money, all of these pieces come together in the financial piece, which is why we like to, and then, and then with the special needs layer, that people don't get. Uh, we just felt um, very fortunate to be able to pull together the money to do a bunch of training through COVID that kind of let us learn all about the different financial vehicles um, that we could use because I was desperate, you know, and there's nothing, you know, FBI agents don't have anything on a special needs mom that's got to have a solution. So I went out, we, we got this, you know, training on all sorts of ways and means to um, solve these financial problems because I need my child cared for after I've gone and I, I will be darned if I'm going to leave it on his sibling. So it's as a good parent, I feel it's, you know, my obligation to address this area of my life, which I am completely, I was and, and, and still am, but I was completely uncomfortable in. Like, you do not have to know, I, I knew so little and now I'm um, basically, so I, I was sort of at a place where I was, you know, we were desperate in crisis, hopeless with, you know, with mental health issues. And now essentially where we're at now, five years later, um, is that we have um, some good skills. We have a financial map. We know the vehicles we can take to get from point A to point B. We've picked one and we're on the road. So, and, and that for special needs parents, that's just like huge because you can't, you can't even get you the time to get your brain around what you need to do. You can't even catch your breath to be able to get there, right? So the, the piece that I really want to help people with, and I'm happy to speak with any of your listeners about, is, um, you know, just getting your brain together about what the options are in a no BS way that, you know, you know, okay, what is it? What is it? What, what are the actual options? How much time does it actually take? How can I fit it in my day? Um, yeah. And, you know, what are my blocks? Where do I want to go? You know, that sort of map. So that's, that's sort of what we focus on here at Parent Dashboard in terms of the financial stuff. We're not financial advisors. We don't, you know, um, do the things for you. It's just we interpret the financial world as it applies to your particular family. Right. So finances from what you've said, form a foundation that determines how safe we are and how supported we are to live now and to support ourselves and our children in the future. And when our finances are threatened, that's an emotional thing because this is survival we're talking about. Absolutely. When we are when our survival is threatened, it's pretty hard to think about anything else. It's pretty hard to sit down dispassionately and separate our individual situation in this moment and say, okay, so what's the big plan? Right. Um, so that's important work you're doing because I listened to you speak and I could see a picture in my mind of you taking this step back and saying, okay, 
Let's see, what's the plan? Here's the plan for in five years, 10 years. That's where we're going to be. I'm not going to jump into that now because crafting and formulating it takes time. So what's the one step that I'm going to take first? What fits me and my family's particular circumstances? So that last sentence that you ended with, it, it meant so much and that is, we will sit with you and we will help you to figure out the approaches that will fit your context. Right, because just like every complex child is different, every family is different and my, my financial situation isn't going to be the same as yours yeah. and my situation and and the nature of the caregiving that we do with our complex yeah. kids makes it such we have to take it in little bites we have yeah. to have a goal we have to have a picture we have to have a means we have to understand what we're doing but we got to have little pieces that we can chunk off we got to have the time of day we got to figure out how to you know schedule we got to figure out how to you know fit it in amongst the explosions yeah. and the meltdowns right uh, or, or, or sit next to your bedridden child and still get this done something you can do at the hospital something yeah. you can do you know with the changing environment in between doctor's appointments you know like it's it's gotta be more flexible and that's why we call it flexible learning options <laughs> right so shelly we had a, a a small agenda that we wanted to cover today uh, and of course more about handling financial pressures comes in the second episode but today we want to talk about two of the biggest pressures on parents, and that is the ability to afford care and equipment and the ability to deal with interrupted earning power. And then today's episode is going to talk a little bit about some of the earning structures that our listeners can begin to think about and ways that they could learn more about how to implement those into their lives. Yep. So can you start with just telling us about that whole challenge of affording specialized care and equipment? Well, and I think probably your audience uh, kind of intuitively knows this, but mm -hmm. everything you know, is, is um, always seems more expensive and complicated, right? <laughs> so, you know, whether you need, that uh, modified bike, or you need that specialized wheelchair, or you need, um, you know, a, a, a modified environment for your child with behaviors, or you need uh, multiple, multiple therapies to, or, or um, you know, support with homeschool. You're, 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 oh, you can't just hire the babysitter down the road, right? <laughs> you need to have the, the people who have the skills and the um, supports that your child actually needs. But when you turn around and try and get that, the price tag is twice of it, twice of everything else. So that's the struggle. And, um, you know, there's sort of two, two basic ways around that one is, you know, to seek and find, you know, seek out every possible resource uh, available to you, whether that's government or insurance or nonprofits and charity, all of those sorts of pieces. Um, you know, the, the, those are the ones that we typically, I feel as a community gravitate towards. Um, we're, you know, we're on, on public systems. But 
disability doesn't discriminate, it can come across any financial bracket. So um, there, there are definitely folks who have, you know, financial means that deal with those things. But um, my heart and our center is the people on the edge where, um, you know, like us, we were, could be, you know, you know, at risk of losing our home or, or mental health uh, or worse, uh, or the people who are already there and are on that edge of thinking that their child and them shouldn't be there. When I was in the depths of my depression, I don't mind, you know, saying that it, it, I didn't, wasn't, didn't have any plans, but when I didn't, you know, when I thought my child would be better off with the life insurance money, I knew there was a problem. So we need to, you know, get ways to pay for these things that are not um, government driven, because frankly, governments are clawing back the whole COVID situation in itself. Trillions of dollars have been spent and they're going to start trying to get that back and there's going to be a wit massive withdrawal we need you know we need to be prepared financially for the fact that people may not be coming to save us as a special needs community and so empowering our individual selves to be able to get the money because it is out there there's a ton of money in the world ton of money we just need to get some of it first for ourselves and our community. And that's, those are the vehicles that we want to um, share and, and show help people how to get. So, you know, from affording things to, you know, being able to afford things. Yeah. And the answer to affording things is earning. So how easy is it to earn when we have so many demands on us not least of which, maybe greatest of which, are our complex care children. Right, because, you know, I can, and I can hear you out there, guys, how the hell am I supposed to do that, right? <laughs> and I asked myself the same question. So we went on this huge journey, and, um, you know, we, we, you know, I've been scammed, I've lost money, I've made mistakes. And I don't want you to make those too. So that's, those are the, um, the, the to-dos and not to, I think more importantly, almost the not to-dos <laughs> are, are what we hope to share. Um, but essentially, you know, starting out, you know, and, and a lot of people also are not comfortable when it comes, when you get off sort of the government and grants and insurance side of things and you move into the, okay, making money things, it's sort of like, okay, well, if you don't have a private sector or public or public sector job, you know, what are the other, like, oh my gosh, entrepreneurship. And it's yeah, uncertain. Even, even if I had a, a government job, there's interrupted earning, yeah? Yeah. And, and uh, we'll talk more about that because <laughs> I, yeah. I actually have that specific experience, but, but like when you turn, even if you have a government job, it might not be enough and you need an additional, right? So like then, okay, where's that? That's like into this realm of like business and sales and oh, you know, like, oh, I don't want to be a used car <laughs> salesman, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, finding out all my money stories in my head and what I thought about things and limiting factors and then realizing and then learning about, okay, well, you know, I see where this comes from and okay, that's where I can get myself to, okay, maybe I can do this and, and really switching from a place of um, service. It, 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 to, to coming to a place of service about it. This is serving my child. This is serving our community. 
um, we can we can help people. So uh, and and our social purpose enterprise basically in order to justify that for myself, <laughs> uh, basically I said, okay, you know, let's make money and let's use that money for our community. So that's why our social purpose enterprise basically takes all the money that we earn and puts it towards like actually paying like reducing the cost for hands-on care or like. We're, we've got some ideas and it's all an experiment right now. Don't get all excited because, <laughs> but we are working with the model of having uh, ways to, to have all um, ourselves and, and uh, the company and our parents in our community earn money. And then basically that all that money, once, once your needs are met, then the extra can go to like making it better for the next person, paying it forward, right? So that's, um, I don't know, I think kind of digressed there, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, so as, as a teacher, we hear each one teach one, but this time mm -hmm. it's you earn and through your earning from the community and from your own efforts, you now help others to earn in our community. Right, and so when back to the um, where where I went off track was that so so earning that money you don't want to do it in a salesy way right like you need to know the specific things like you know instead of like maybe you're not comfortable with um, network marketing you know what are the other things that you can do that aren't sales right so what about what you know how fast can stocks make money uh what is foreign exchange are cryptos totally a scam or can you actually do something with those how do i build a um a knowledge-based process that brings my gifts and my skills that i put aside as a special needs parent <laughs> and bring them back to the benefit not only myself but other people you know how do we build these vehicles that we can drive into our financial goals yeah and I think also, how do we choose the right ones to fit us is what you've said. And how do we do it in a, let's just add one element way so that you're not overwhelmed because far too often you try to do too much. And then when you fall down, you say, I'm a failure and I, I don't know how to get myself back in game. Oh, guilty. <laughs> I've fallen on my face so many, <laughs> so many times. And uh, I think if I'd have had this, as a special needs parent, like we're always trying to build the things that that uh, we needed. <laughs> That's our our hands on childcare services are like that for the financial stuff. I wish I'd had somebody who was a special needs parent say, OK, you know, it's kind of like when you learn poker and you're, you're getting someone to look at your hand and show you, OK, well, you could do this or you could do this. You know, like it's different every time, you know, different every hand. But, you know, with this hand that you're dealt, you can do this, this and this with these options sort of thing. Right. And and that's that's really sort of what we're hoping to 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 help with. But yeah. All right. So, Shelley, we we we, we kind of skipped over talking about the earning challenges that parents have. Right. Yeah, I mean, again, you, you know, your audience probably intuitively knows that, but it's hard to earn money when you're, the school calls and sends them home because they can't deal with them. It's hard to earn money when your child is having, constantly having medical emergencies and you're needing to take them to the ER or doctor's appointments or you know all of these myriad of things. So, um, and it's hard to, you know, advancing your career 
to a higher level for better pay when you can't focus because you're in crisis or your your energy because you haven't been sleeping is lowering and you know you we see a lot of um, absenteeism at work in the sense that you know you're they call it presenteeism where you're there but you're not really there <laughs> and so you're not showing up for your boss you know the way I happen to me you know and and, right. and so so the earning potential can be impacted and really um you know figuring out how to kind of take some of the the crisis and stress out of your, off your plate well even if you don't do like full-time entrepreneurship even if you do it sort of like as a top-up um that will help you become more focused at your real job and produce better at your real job, which will improve your in your boss's eyes, <laughs> which will lead to advances that, you know, kind of give you the capacity to get people in place to take care of the things that are less important so you can focus on your own advancement, right? Mm -hmm. And we always, every single special needs parent I've ever met, you know, their child comes first. And that's why we get into burnout and health issues and, you know, relationship cracks start to show and that better balance. We need that better balance. That's what we yeah. do. Sounds like, and it is such a majorly important aspect of what we need to focus on as special needs parents. So I can't wait for this second episode because in the second episode, you are going to talk to us more about different family earning structures and how to handle risk. And I think you'll be touching a little bit, not on the specific grants that we get in any one country, because each country, each state may have different ones, but the value of grants and how we can supplement those grants in order to really put our family in a more comfortable place. And when we don't have as much risk, it opens up our ability to think bigger to feel bigger and to feel freer. Yeah, that's right. And you know, we'll be talking about the kinds of things to look for and who to go find and how to how to do that rather than, you know, it's it's X, Y, and Z grant or you go to this person, you know, like it'll just be uh, uh, how you can navigate a little bit better financially um, with, with other resources. So Shelly, very, very soon you have uh, uh, an intensive mini course coming up that's going to help people to start wrapping their heads around options that can totally change direction that they are going in, give them a lot more freedom and ease. And I can feel that in my heart because we often live in this heavy, heavy place. And when you start taking the worries off, you feel all the weight lighten up on your shoulders and your heart. So if people, want to reach you how can they and can you tell us a little bit about what you're working on right now so that people know why they should reach out to you sure sure well i'd say anybody uh who wants to feel free to give me a call like book a call go to our website at parent-dashboard.ca and i'll have a link up there uh shortly um that has like my calendar and you can just pick a time, book a call, we'll talk. Um, and and it, the other piece is I'll have a link there to our uh, April 16 and 17, um, you know, two hours over two days, you know, four, four hour intensive kind of uh, deep dive as deep as we can in the, in the four hours into these vehicles 
that I mentioned uh, to just to give you kind of like a glimpse and to also identify some of those barriers that might be holding you back. Um, and then and then we can talk about, uh, you know, what your roadmap might include. And then if you need help from there, we can we can help you out. But, uh, you know, this is this is just to kind of like get your brain about what the things are, at, you know, that we're even talking about. <laughs> Right. So I'm listening and you said April 16th and 17th. I think that's Saturday and Sunday coming. This is 2022. Um, and in deference to the fact that special needs parents can't attend a full day workshop for two days on Saturday and Sunday, um, I'm assuming that's why you made this an intensive mini course. So is it something like two hours on a Saturday and two hours on a Sunday? It is because, yeah, who who has a whole day? <laughs> We're gonna pare it down. It'll be fast and furious, but deep and accurate. And when you join, you can have the replay. You can have the uh, recordings and go back over them at your leisure. Good. So if we get interrupted or if something happens and we can't attend, once we've registered, we'll be able to get the replay in our inbox so that we can watch it whenever our children are asleep or whenever we get a half an hour at a time to drill down. Absolutely. The 3 a.m. webinar that'll put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so listeners, viewers, we have to go to parent-board.ca, which is Shelley's business website. And on there, you're going to find the links to her programs. And you're also going to see how else you can connect with her for a consulting call, um, that initial conversation, if you would like to have one. Uh, Shelly, thank you so much for an enlightening and hope-filled session. I have been drawn to you because we need more people who come from a setting where you've lived exactly what I've lived and you've learned how to step out of the doldrums that we go through in the early years of special needs parents um, and into that, 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 that promise of a brighter future, even though we can't change some of the heavy things in our lives. So here's to each person who is ready to step up Here's to you a jump and shifting what you think your life can and should be. Well, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate the opportunity. And yeah, just look forward to, to serving our community. That's the only way that we will move forward together. Shelly, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. See you next time.